as was promised. On in Leviticus, here in chapter 20, here we have some strong meat again, folks. If you got little ones around, uh, you might want to um, put them in the other room or something because uh, of the content here in chapter 20. Because we got things here like giving your seed to Molech. Well, that's human sacrifice. Okay, uh, going to wizards. Well, maybe the kids do need to hear this. Sanctification of him that curseth his parents. Well, maybe they do need to hear it. Intent of adultery. Uh, incest and sodomy. Bestiality of uncleanness. And obedience is required with holiness. Wizards must be put to death. Okay, chapter 20, Old Testament, Leviticus, verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Again, all right, um, again, he, he's been going through this stuff, like back in chapter 18. Again, thou shalt say to the children of Israel, Whosoever he be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel, that giveth any of his seed unto Molech, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. Again, Molech has not went away. Uh, you got the uh, fictional, fictional documentary of the Antichrist done by Hollyweird. A lot of the same actors, etc., big-time producers that just loved it, and the the first one was Rosemary's Baby, and then it went to uh, um, The Omen, and then The Omen 2. And during that, you would have the Black Crow. He would come out uh, representing the night bird before uh, the devil was getting ready to do something evil. You'd see the crows, and then you would hear a chant. I don't know. Uh, it was like a background chant behind everything that would build, and they were saying, Molech, Molech, Molech. And the reason that they were chanting that is because this is one of the many names of Satan, Molech, represented by the half-man, half-bull in the old days and today. Like at the Bohemian Grove Club, it is represented by the owl, their 40-foot owl that they have there with all the technology inside of it and their robes and everything for the ceremony hanging there inside. One of the workers there um, filmed the inside of the owl and uh, released it to the public. We got to view that. Okay, in three it says, And I will set my face against that man and will cut him off from among his people 
because he hath given his seed to Molech to defile my sanctuary and to profane my holy name. Okay? And the children of Israel, go to chapter 7 in the book of Acts. They had their tabernacle to Molech that they were dragging around here. Moses on his side. And who was it? Nathan and... Uh, um, well, anyway, Nathan and the gang there were against Moses, and uh, the earth ended up swallowing them at that time. Remember that, table people? Nathan, but there was someone else. What? Well, anyway, there was several, uh, quite a few people that went along with this Molech worship, and it went on for some time. What audacity right there. Okay, and they tried to, uh, they tried to uh, kick Moses out of office. Uh, was that the uh, sons of Korah that were involved in that? Yeah, okay. Anyway, the earth ended up swallowing them. So anyway, you see this judgment here in three is uh, from God Almighty. He's given his seed unto Molech to defile my sanctuary and to profane my holy name. Okay, I'll read all that again. And I will set my face against that man and will cut him off from among his people because he hath given his seed, that's his children, unto Molech to defile my sanctuary and to profane my holy name. And if the people of the land do anyways hide their eyes from the man, when he giveth his seed unto Molech, and kill him not, then I will set my face against that man, and against his family, and will cut him off, and all that go a whoring after him, to commit whoredom with Molech. from among their people, period. And you see, that goes for today, too. Uh, I don't care uh, whether it's your relative, your friend. I, I don't care. If you're hiding this for these people, okay, from any of the secret societies that have these occult religions, because they, they dabble in this kind of activity. They just do. And they have their idols, and they worship their devils. Now, if you just turn your head, I don't see that. I don't, because they're vicious, you know. You get fearful and you won't talk about it, all right. Uh, you say you're a Christian. You used to go to the Beltane Festival. Now you don't. But you come to the Bible study and you won't breathe a word about it. See, you're still hiding it for them. You're making it secret. Look at this here. What is he saying? Well, I will set my face against that man because you're not exposing these people for what they're doing. And that includes your preachers are all involved in this. Yes, they are. Yeah, they have another crown they wear when people aren't around. And it has to do with these occult religions there in five and six new paragraphs. 
Now listen to this about all your occult religions and your ufology, because all that is mixed together. I mean, you, you throw all the pieces of Osiris in that gunny sack, and they'll all fall out the same hole in it. There is lots of flavors of the same whoring when it comes to all these religions of the world. Whether you're low bottom of the bird cage, those are your religions that are out front that are given to everyone. Just name name one. And then there's the stuff that's behind closed doors. And then there's the top of the pyramid. But they all have a big problem, all the occult religions. And here it is in six. New paragraph, and the soul that turneth after such as have familiar spirits and after wizards to go a-whoring after them, I will even set my face against that soul and will cut him off from among his people. So there you go. And in today's culture, Wizards are all through the uh, Holly Weird. They're all through the record albums. They're the good guys in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. They're the ones going to save the day. Is he a good wizard or a bad wizard, right? Well, you see, and that goes right into your cartoons for the little ones, right? Don't it? Oh, Tom, what, what, what do you think? This is just like... You don't like Harry Potter, Tom. Well, that's no different than Alice in Wonderland. That's no different than the Wizard of Oz. Well, you know what? I agree with you. It is no different. It was all set there to destroy your soul for you. Harry Potter, the Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland. You just name it. This is what they've done incrementally to the world and specifically to the United States of America. Seven is another paragraph. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God. And ye shall keep my statutes, capital S, and do them, I am the Lord, which sanctify you. Nine is another paragraph. For every one that curseth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. He hath cursed his father. He hath cursed his father or mother. His blood shall be upon him. Okay. All right. I'm going to read it again for the people that may be traveling down the road. So it's smooth. Here is verse 9 with a new paragraph mark. For every one that curseth his father or mother or his mother shall be surely put to death. He hath cursed his father or mother or his mother. His blood shall be upon him. Another paragraph in 10. And the man that committeth adultery with another man's wife even he that committeth adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress 
shall surely be put to death. And again, the Calvinism, which uh, all came out of the bad Bible versions, the apologetic ministries try to say, it's okay, it doesn't matter, you're covered in the blood, you can do these things. And I'm telling you, that's a lie. And if you continue in the Bible teaches, the New Testament teaches, lust, okay, that's one part. But when you go ahead and sin, the end of that is death. You're worthy of death if you continue to not only lust in your heart, but to commit that sin, the end of that is death. It has not changed. 11, it says, And the man that lieth with his father's wife hath uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And the ten unseen merchant king bloodlines of the earth all practice this, and they have for a thousand years. They always go to their niece. They always commit a rape. This is what they believe in, folks. Yeah, yeah, and that's the muckety-muck money man of the earth. You say, well, how do you know that? that? Is that just a rumor? What? Listen, they put them right on the old idiot box, a big interview with the Rothschilds. They had them all on there. No, They're no longer hiding this activity. He chuckled about it. Yeah, you don't want to lose your money. You got to keep the... Uh, family uh, tree together you can't go outside the family tree and that's an interview with him okay so it comes right out of his mouth so now all the rumors that we've heard about the satanists come out true how do you like that okay now for the homosexual in 13 a nice Okay, in 12 it says, And if a man lie with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have wrought confusion. Their blood shall be upon them. Okay, so you see this. There are strict rules for sex. It's not saying don't have sex. They're saying there's strict rules for sex. And if you look at this list of things... Don't you agree that they have a problem if they're doing these things? Don't you agree that they have a devil in them to do these things? And it will lead them directly to the lake of fire. There's no questioning that. Now listen to this in 13, the satanic number 13. If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman... Both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Yeah, it's no wonder these uh, people that are in these cults that try to change the Bible, like the NIV, want to destroy the written word. Well, I got news for you. The written word is never going to be destroyed and it ain't, this is all true. It's going to, and, uh, you know, if you're that sick, you need to get the Holy Ghost, and I mean get saved now. Don't put it off. 
you, you, you get your forgiveness and, and don't go to doing this ever again. All right. In 14, and if a man take a wife and her mother, it is wickedness. They shall be burnt with fire, both he and they, that there be no wickedness among you. Now, that's one of the stricter ones there, buddy. That is, a, that is just terrible. And in the uh, pornographic, what do you want to call it, magazines and pornography, they love this. They do this and they chuckle, 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 ha, ha, ha. And down at the boys' locker room and there's a big sport of this, huh? Well, look what God says about it. And if, listen, man, if you're put to death, you're going to have more than this one fire. You're going to have eternal fire. All right, this is serious stuff here to God Almighty. And it better be serious to the studier here. It is to us here at the table, isn't it? 15, and if a man lie with a beast, he shall surely be put to death, and ye shall slay the beast. This is a repeat again. I went through the fact that this is legal, I understand, in Las Vegas right now. And it's legal with the UN. Bestiality and intergenerational sex has been legalized through the UN. And if a woman approach unto a, any beast and he and lie down thereto, Thou shalt kill the woman and the beast. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And if, any ma and if a man shall take his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, and see her nakedness, and she see his nakedness, it is a wicked thing, and they shall be cut off. In the sight of their people, he hath uncovered his sister's nakedness. He shall bear his iniquity. Now you can see why I said get the little ones out of the room. 18, it says, And if a man shall lie with a woman having her sickness, and shall uncover her nakedness, he hath discovered her fountain, and she hath uncovered the fountain of her blood. And both of them shall be cut off from among their people. And thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister, nor of thy father's sister, for he uncovereth his near kin. They shall bear their iniquity. And if a man shall lie with his uncle's wife, he hath uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their sin. They shall die childless. Now see here, a lot of these judgments don't come from the hand of people. You don't stone them. See, God Almighty does the punishment. All right, this is how 
intimate we are with our Creator in the law, in our Bible. And if a man shall take his brother's wife, it is an unclean thing. He hath uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall be childless. 22 is a new paragraph. He shall therefore keep all, ye shall therefore keep all my statutes, that's the doctrine, and all my judgments, and do them, that the land whither I bring you to dwell therein spew you not out. 23, and ye shall not walk in the manners of the nation, which I cast out before you. For they committed all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. So, well, why did he do this to these Canaanites, these poor Canaanites? Hey, listen, this is all this stuff here is wide open in the Sodom-Ishish Canaanites religion. All right, it just is. All this stuff was done by them, and they had the Nephilim and the Rephim there helping it all along. 24, it says, but, if, but I have said unto you, ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey, I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. Ye shall therefore put difference between clean beasts and unclean, and between unclean fowls and clean, and ye shall not make your souls abominable by beast or by fowl or by any manner of living thing that, I, that creepeth on the ground which I have separated from you as unclean. And ye shall be holy unto me, for I the Lord am holy, and have severed you from other people, that ye should be mine. 27, last paragraph of the chapter 20. A man also, or woman, that hath a familiar spirit, or that is a wizard, shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones, their blood shall be upon them. See, he's separating his treasure from the ungodly practices of the world. And that's what he's going to do in the near future during the seven-year separation of souls. The right from the left, the sheep from the goats, the clean from the unclean. And can we see here how they're being taught these things? In detail here, folks, in detail, all right, so uh, so that there can be no mistakes. Uh, it's uh, 
That's why the devil had to attack our doctrine. They had to attack uh, the statutes and the judgments. All that is the written word. And, and they and uh, priests of Baal have long attacked the word of God. Okay, but it's been preserved. It's been preserved for us. Okay, and uh, we're reading it right now. Okay, and so we just move right on into 21. It says here, And the Lord said unto Moses, Speak unto the priests, the sons of Aaron, and say unto them, There shall none be defiled for the dead among his people. Okay, here comes this necromancy type stuff here. Or the cutting of yourself, or the... Uh, etc. All that, that's involved, remember, all those that hate Christ love death. They obsess over death. Yes, they do. All the pieces of Osiris, all the religions, they obsess over death. They love death. And they're going to get their cup filled up on Judgment Day. Two, it says, but for his kin that is near unto him, that is, for his mother and for his father and for, for his son and for his daughter and for his brother and for his sister, a virgin, that is nigh unto him, which hath had no husband, for her may he be defiled. Now we're talking about touching the dead bodies. Okay, and my point is this goes, <laughs> it's being defiled and there's a reason for that here. This is not somebody going out and committing lewdness in an occult ritual. This is some, where someone's passed away, and you do have to handle the body, okay? However, that doesn't give anyone an excuse for the practice in the occult. That's not what he's doing here. In 4 it says, but he shall not, be, he shall not defile himself being a chief man among his people to profane himself. Five, it says, they shall not make baldness upon their head, neither shall they shave off the corner of their beard, nor make any cuttings in their flesh. Again, we went into this, the, uh, the hair and the, um, what it does with the beard and how if you look at the old pictures of the priests and the kings and the gods, how they had this done to their beards, etc. And that the priests actually cut themselves and they hop on their altar. All right. So all this goes back to being different than the Canaanite slash Egyptian slash Babylon, Babylon religion and all their practices. And one of those is to have their garments in their hair in this manner. And six, they shall be holy unto their God and not profane the name of their God for the offerings of the Lord made by fire and the bread of their God they do offer. Therefore, they shall be holy. They shall not take a wife that is a whore or profane, neither shall they take a woman 
put away from her husband, husband, for he is holy unto his God. Thou shalt sanctify him, therefore, for he offereth the bread of thy God. He shall be holy unto thee, for I, the Lord, which sanctify you, am holy. Nine is another paragraph. And the daughter of any priest, if she profane herself by playing the whore, she prof profaneth her father, she shall be burnt with fire. That is very strict. Okay, that's, that's, that's a hard one. That is hard, folks, and uh, you got to think of the burning fire that lasts forever. Okay, the flesh, the pain in the flesh will go away, but uh, hell will not go away if you end up there. In 10, it says, And he that is the high priest among his brethren, upon whose head the anointing oil was poured, and that is consecrated, consecrated to put on the garments shall not uncover his head nor rent his clothes. Okay, neither shall he go in to any dead body. Okay, now that's what you had permission to do if it was your next of kin. All right, but the priest is a no-no. Nope, no dead body nor defile himself for his father or for his mother. Okay, so there's the difference. The priest cannot do that. In 12, neither shall he go out of the sanctuary, nor profane the sanctuary of his God, for the crown of the anointing oil of his head is upon him. I am the Lord." and he shall take a wife in her virginity. A widow or a divorced uh, woman or profane or an harlot, these shall he not take, but he shall take a virgin of his own people to wife. Neither shall he profane his seed among his people, for I, the Lord, do sanctify him. Okay, in uh, 16, we start another paragraph. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, saying, Whosoever he be of thy seed in their generations that hath any blemish, let him not approach to offer the bread of his God. For whatsoever man he be that hath a blemish, he shall not approach. A blind man, or a lame, or he that hath a flat nose, or anything superfluous, or a man that is broken-footed, or broken-handed, or crook-backed, or a dwarf, 
or that hath a blemish in his eye, or he, or be scurvy, or scabbed, or hath his stones broken. And we know what that means, right? Okay, and 21, No man that ha hath a blemish of the seed of Aaron the priest shall come nigh to offer the offerings of the Lord made by fire. He hath a blemish, he shall not come nigh to offer the bread of his God. He shall eat the bread of his God, both of the most holy and of the holy. So you see, it doesn't stop him from doing the other things. Okay, just don't approach him to the Lord. Don't do that. Don't come in there uh, tipping the bottle. Don't come in there and offer strange incense. But here, you see, he's going to eat the holy bread and go on like the rest of the citizens. All right, in 22. In 23, only he shall not go in unto the veil capital V, nor come nigh unto the altar, because he hath a blemish, that he profane not my sanctuaries. For I, the Lord, do sanctify them. And 24, the last verse of the podcast, and Moses told it unto Aaron and to his sons and unto all the children of Israel. Now, uh, we're going to go into the roots of the King James Bible uh, in the next podcast, uh, how it was created, the very miracle that we have it, how much different it is than any other English translation. Uh, it all, it, uh, it, this all got going. There was no English language back in the old days. It was Anglo-Saxon and French, and it all developed. Okay, so I'm talking about how did all this come about? How, well, how did we get the miracle of our King James Bible? What a miracle it is, folks. <laughs> Doing, getting this ready for tomorrow, it, it shows me exactly what a miracle it is that we have it. Okay, and uh, so there are enemies to all that, though. We're going to go into that. Where did they get their perverted Bible? Where did that come from? Why is it so blemished? Why is it so wrong? Why is those Bibles so perverted? Why do they cover for the occult? All that will be there tomorrow, folks. So, God bless you all. And I hope and pray to see you there.